Welcome to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, the podcast that brings you inspiring stories and insight from the world of competitive fitness. I'm your host, Savannah Sharp, previous MPC Bikini National Level Competitor, WBFF Pro Fitness Model, and Posing Coach. On this podcast, I share my own journey to the stage and interview other female competitors from all divisions and industries, including MPC, IFBB, and WBFF. Each week, we bring you new episodes full of motivational stories, helpful tips, and real-life experiences from competitors of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you the knowledge and inspiration you need to succeed in your own fitness journey. So if you're looking for a podcast that's both informative and entertaining, look no further than Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss out on the latest insights and inspiration from the world of competitive fitness. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so be sure to tune in and join the conversation. Hi guys, welcome back to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I'm your host, it's your girl Sav on the beat. I don't know why I've been doing that as my intro, but it's fun. It's fun, okay, so let's get all the housekeeping out of the way at the beginning of the podcast. If you're a new listener, what up? What up, fam? Welcome to the club. We like to have fun here, so strap your seatbelts in. We're in for a fun time today. And if you are someone who's listened to my podcast in the past, welcome back, bitches. What's up? So I am just in a really good mood. I just got off work. I'm actually recording this uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night is my family dinner night. I made a commitment to my parents that I was going to see them every single week on Tuesdays. We're a new family dinner night, and I needed it scheduled. If I didn't have it in my schedule and my calendar, it wasn't going to happen. So I get excited for Tuesdays. Tuesdays also check-in day with Coach Adam. So I am waiting for his response. I am happy to announce I dropped weight, everybody. Oh, nothing is better than sending in a check-in and knowing that your measurements went down and your weight dropped. It didn't drop last week, so I'm very, very happy that it went down. So, as you guys know, I'm prepping for a show. I'm 10 weeks out now, which is pretty crazy. So, I already ordered my suit. I'm not telling you guys which colors. Don't ask. And, yeah, so that's kind of what's going on with me right now. And we do new episodes here every single Wednesday. Every single Wednesday. Every single Wednesday. This is our first episode of Season 2. So, what are you going to expect? from Cupcakes and Protein Shakes in Season 2. If Season 1 wasn't as fun, Season 2 is going to be even better. I'm going to try to do more episodes. I'm going to try to do more solo episodes again, kind of like back to what I was doing before, because I like to talk, man, and I love talking to you guys, because I get a lot of feedback that you guys really like episodes, solo episodes, and you get a lot of value out of episodes with interviews. So my plan slash goal is to do... One to two episodes a week, depending on how I feel. At least one solo, and then maybe an interview if I get it scheduled, depending how how busy my schedule is, you know? So that's what you're going to see. I definitely want to use this place as a platform for other amateurs. I still will do some pro interviews, but for other amateurs to share their story. So if you are an amateur competitor and you're listening to this and you have a story to share, DM me on Instagram if you want to schedule an interview to come on and share your story. Because, you know what, like, I'm an amateur, and I, I kid about this all the time. I'm a pro amateur, and what is, what is a pro amateur? 
it's someone who's been an amateur for a long time, so I'm pretty good at being an amateur. But I still have a, I have a story to share, and I have people to motivate, like you, if you're listening to this. And so do you. So, like, if you're competing, there's a chance, because of how competitive this sport is, you might compete five, six, seven, eight years and never turn pro. That's a reality for the majority of competitors that get in this sport, that we may never go pro. Maybe we will, but you never know. And I just want you guys to have a platform to share your story kind of before you go pro. And then you can get on to other podcasts that I listen to after you go pro to share your story. But this is a place for us to share real, raw experiences and feelings and thoughts and tips and tricks and things like that. Like, I don't really, I I don't just want to know who you are. I want to know, like, tell me the deep stuff. Tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Tell me when you were, you know, stuck in a donut box by yourself, locked in a dark corner of your house and just binging on donuts. Like, I want to know. I want to know those type of things. And I want you to share those stories because a lot of times people don't post their hard, deep stuff that they go through on prep. I will tell you now, if you have not competed before and you just look on Instagram, it looks like a whole bunch of fun. You see all these girls who are best friends and they're, you know, beautifully tan and they got their hair done and their makeup done. They got some eyelashes on. They're in these glammy bikinis. They got the bling bling. They they got it going on. You know, they're getting all this clout on Instagram. People are like, oh, my God, you look so great. Oh, my gosh, I wish I was you. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's one day. You're going to see on Instagram one day of the year, one day that we actually look pulled together and – you don't, you don't get to see peak week. You don't get to see the three to six months to a year that went into that beautiful show day look. You don't get to see the calluses on my hands from lifting heavy weight. You don't get to see the blisters on the back of my ankles from walking so much cardio my feet are just aching because I've just been walking so much you don't get to feel what it's like to be sore every single day of your life plus tired and then hungry and then hangry you don't get to feel that then you don't get to feel what it feels like to be starving literally your macros are done for the day and it's like 5 p.m you don't get to feel that that almost like helplessness of, oh my gosh, I have nothing left to eat. And it's already 5 p.m. and I still have to wait five hours before bedtime and another 10 hours before I wake up and have meal one. You guys, I want to I wanna be real and honest with you. Competing is much more than show day. And that's what I've been thinking about this whole entire prep. Um, you guys... I feel like I've evolved. I really do feel like my mindset has leveled up. This prep has been about everything but show day. It has been about, like, I've been just focusing my attention on my training. Like, how can I get better in the gym today? How can I improve my form right before I go lift? Like, how can 
I just focus on every rep, and that's how you should because I love training. I was thinking back to the last time I skipped a workout, and let me tell you, I cannot think of a day off the top of my head that I have purposely skipped a workout because I just didn't feel like it. And the last four years, yeah, I'm proud of that. I'm really proud of that. I'm sure I got sick or something and did miss one or two workouts. And post-show, I usually take a couple of days off. Sometimes I'll take a week out of the gym and I'll still do cardio. But other than that, like I'm, I'm in that gym. I'm in there like swimwear. 365, but I still take one rest day, but I start to take active rest days, so I still try to get my steps in. I just love exercise. Like, it makes me so happy to get in shape, and I've really felt that this past week. Like, I started to get the runners high. I was doing my cardio, and I was jogging. I was jogging and running and walking, and I just like, man, my lungs feel awesome. I was just happy. I get endorphins going. I normally do my cardio at the beginning of the day. You know, my my happy emotions are going through, and I just felt good. I'm like, I love cardio. I absolutely love it. I love it. I would rather do cardio than diet, I think. <laughs> I don't know if that would, that would be an option. I literally would rather walk five hours a day. I don't know, maybe eight hours a day. I don't know how long it would take than having to diet. But dieting is just a part of, of what it takes to get lean, like, it's really hard to get abs, man. It's hard because food tastes good. And we are going to have food at every single holiday event. And my goal this prep has been trying to say yes to every single social situation and not let the gym or my diet get in the way of me participating in said events. So, like, like, for instance, like, my family dinners. Like, I normally would spend, like, on previous preps, I would just not go over to my parents' house because I couldn't eat. Like, I knew that if I was going to go over there, I couldn't, like, have dinner with them. But now I'm, like, they know I'm either bringing my meal or, like, my mom is going to, like, make something, a meat and a vegetable because she knows I can have that and make it work. So that's something that I've been doing every single week. And then with my boyfriend, too, like, I've been, like, you know, we can go out to eat. We can't really, I can't necessarily participate fully, but I could have a side salad with no dressing, salt and pepper, and then like a meat, like a chicken or a steak. I can make that work and still fit my macros and still hit my goals. So I've just been really trying to be flexible with how I live life because it is not realistic for me to think that I can do this sport for the rest of my life and just do it at home. If you're sitting at home and you're excluding your friends and your family, like, this is not sustainable and you are going to be fucking miserable and alone. I want you to think about this if you are a new competitor because it happens to everyone. I swear to you, it happened to me. When I first prepped, my first prep, I literally did not do anything. And this is in air quotes, because I was on prep. I can't. I'm on prep. I can't. I'm doing this. Guess what? You can you can go anywhere, you can travel, you can go on vacation, you can go to dinners, you can go to parties, you can you can go out to, and be social without having to eat unhealthy and without having to drink alcohol and things like that. It's just your mindset approach. Like, you can still be fun and be sober. I'm actually a good time sober all the time, honestly. 
and you don't have to eat food that's there. It's easier said than done. Trust me, when you are starving and people are just globbing down on just like food with carbs and just dessert that you love, like your favorite food, it can be hard if you don't have um, a lot of self-control. Putting yourself in a situation where you know it's, it's going to kind of like trigger you it's probably not the best. So, like, in that case, like, I would understand you maybe staying home. But for the most part, if you have self-control and you can bring your food, like, just have a protein shake, sip on something, crush up a few rice cakes and just eat that. Like, I don't know, just make it work. Try to make it as normal as possible. Try to make it seem like you're not you're not prepping. It's just, like, that's how you're eating. Or, you know, you can always use the line, my favorite lines to use, Oh, no worries. I'm not hungry. I just ate. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm allergic. It's okay. Um, yeah, well, you know, I have goals. I, I'd rather have a pro card than a cookie. So those are some of my little, like, go-to things when I need to convince myself or others of, like, why I'm not partaking in the food. So you can use those for sure. Um, but... That is enough of that. I wanted to talk about the shows coming up this weekend, the biggest show ever. Actually, it's not going to be the biggest show ever. It might be. But I'm just really excited for so this weekend on Saturday. We are going to be watching. I don't know if we. I'm assuming you're going to watch it, too. I hope you watch it. But it's the MPC Pittsburgh Pro Amateur Show. I think that's the official title. Pittsburgh Pro was also an amateur show. So my best friend in the entire world is playing at the amateur show Friday. So please wish Kimberly good luck. Make sure that you wish her good luck because she's obviously going to be taking the overall. I have very high hopes for her. She's already qualified for nationals, so this show is kind of like a warm-up show to get some judges' feedback. And she's on the road to pro, too, so I'm really excited for her this year. Like, she's my prep buddy. We've been prepping. We normally, like, prep at the same time since last year. So she's a little bit further ahead of me than prep, and then I'm 10 weeks behind her. So I'm just looking forward to her competing. And I'm really excited to see the pros, okay? So the pros that I'm really looking forward to is going to be a flipping battle this weekend. It's going to be a battle. So I think the pros compete on Friday. And um, Pittsburgh Pro is like a really prestigious show in the industry. Um, it's it's a really like top tier show. So if you do well and get first call outs or even win the Pittsburgh Pro, like you're going to most likely do well at the Olympia because it's going to be all the judges there. It's like a who's who of the bodybuilding world. And I'm really sad that I'm not there. It's like on my bucket list to go to like all those big shows. And eventually like I would love to compete at that show. I would absolutely love to. But anyway, so Ashley, Ashley K is going. And then I know Lauren Dana Miller is going, who has been my favorite and YouTuber for a very long time. I followed Lauren on YouTube for a long time since I started my journey, like in 20. 17 that's when she won her pro card so I started following her journey then so I just absolutely love she's kind of been like an underdog in the pro division and slowly working her way up and finally had her first pro win so she's looking to get her second pro win and then we have Miss Ashley Kay looking to get her 24th 
win, which is literally nuts. So I think they're going to battle it out in top callouts for like top two, maybe one, two. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know what the judges are looking for. And then the roster is out, but there's not a lot of people on it yet, which I know more pros than I've seen at the bikini roster. So I'm imagining 30 to 40 bikini girls are going to shine up for the show last minute. So we're technically not going to get to know who's actually prepping for this show until Friday, which kind of makes me mad, but it's kind of cool that we don't really know who's going to show up. And you never know in the bikini division who's going to show up. So it's just the same. I am really, really looking forward. Like whenever there's a big show like that, like I make sure that I have time during my day to work out and ahead of time so that way I can watch the show and I learn from it. So if you are a new competitor, watch the show, watch what the judges are, are like how the judges are doing call outs, see if anything changes as far as the layout of how shows go, see what bodies are winning, what body types are winning from the amateur and the pro division and kind of go from there. Cause I always like to see, okay, so what suits I like, because I'm a suit specialist at Angel Competition Bikini, duh, if you guys are listening, you know that. But I like to look at the suits, like what suits are winning, and then, you know, what looks good. I always find people that look similar to me, so I look for girls that have dark brunette hair, that are taller, what are their physiques looking like, and what they do with their posing, their transitions, how far their feet are. I like to see what type of shoes, what type of jewelry. Do they have one ring on? Do they have two rings on? Do they have bracelets on both hands? Are they thick bracelets or small bracelets? So I just really analyze the entire show day experience as far as the competitors. And I look at their glam. How do they do their makeup? What shade of lipstick did they wear? So I try to just see what's working on the pro level stages and kind of like base my looks and things like that on what I'm seeing on the pro stages, which I definitely think is what you should do as well. Um, it's something that I've done since I was an amateur is just study the sport, like watch the shows, watch all of like any shows that you can watch, watch them, watch and learn and listen. And I always love it when pros that competed will post about the judges feedback because I'm so interested from seeing their physique for what I think and then what the judges actually say like when I saw um I think it's Olympia I think at Olympia some of the top athletes in the world still got feedback coming leaner coming tighter coming fuller when they already look perfection but the judges have this like specific look and like criteria that they're going for so I really like to pay attention to what I'm consistently hearing from like the pro level athletes of what the judges are telling them because if the pros are getting told to come in leaner come in tighter come in fuller like I want to make sure that something I'm considering in my preps too but that was just kind of a side note anyway back to my personal life and my prep we're doing some weird things. I just got my feedback from Coach Adam. If you didn't know, I kind of paused, and then I'm recording this later. It's pretty fun. It's a cool thing that you can do on podcasts is pause it and then come back and finish it later. But anyway, so I got my feedback from Coach Adam, and he's, like, really excited. He's like, yes, we saw a drop. We saw your waistline finally. Like, he's like, I hope this is, like, going to continue this trend. We really need it. I really needed a good week, honestly. I, I needed it bad after having a couple of weeks of, like, my weight and 
measurements stalling. So I was really excited that he's excited, I'm excited, I'm on board, I know what I need to do. So something that I'm doing differently this prep is I'm tracking my steps. So I, I mean, I semi, I kind of knew that I wasn't getting a lot of steps before. I do work in an office job, so I sit down most of the day. But we've been really trying to hit 10,000 steps every single day minimum and then cardio on top of it. And just increasing my steps. Like, I wake up early now and just walk on the treadmill. Just doing that, I've gotten, like, a lot leaner from it as well. And I feel better. I feel more conditioned. I feel tighter. And that's just from walking, literally just walking, getting more steps in. I am actually tracking. So I got the Amazon Halo Band. Love it. And it tracks your steps and your sleep and I think your heart rate and a couple other things too. But since I know my steps, like it's a progression thing with prep. So then like the next week, you just beat your steps total for the week or daily. So if I know, well, last Tuesday, I got 15,000 steps. Well, this Tuesday, let's get 15,000 plus, like, let's get 16. Let's get 1550. Like, just trying to make little mini goals is what I've been doing every single week, especially for cardio. When I walk on the treadmill, it'll tell you like what you burn or whatever. I don't really keep track of that. And then I even the next day. So like, let's say I'm doing five days of 35 minutes of cardio. On Monday, let's say I track how many calories are burning and I burned 500 calories, for instance. Well, then Tuesday, I still do my 30 minutes, but I try to burn like 510 and then 520, then 530, then 540. I just do that so it feels like I'm winning every single week. I do that with my sleep too, because now I'm tracking my sleep. So I always try to get a better sleep score because I get like a percent Normally, I'm getting like 88% of the sleep score, but I got 94% on a Saturday, and I was super excited, and it literally, I woke up and was like, I'm winning at sleep. So this prep has been about small milestones every single day and just winning like like micro wins every single week. So I know like I'm progressing Physically, my step goal is increasing. I know that that means I'm like burning more calories. So I know I'm going to see results from doing that. So that's different from then, oh, I'm not seeing results and I don't know why. Well, it's now it's like I know my activity level and I beat my activity level. And then if I'm still not dropping weight, then that's an issue. And then we can work on diet. But like I just feel so connected to this prep in my body. Like I notice how different food is affecting me. I notice how different carbs are affecting me. I've really kept it super, 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 super fucking clean. So vegetables don't do it for me. Like my stomach is just so sensitive when I'm prepping. So right now vegetables that do well, like green beans, spinach, and iceberg lettuce, y'all. It's basic bitch mode in this in this house. So that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of chicken salads. I've been using like hot sauce and mustard and stevia for salad dressing, not even using any like no Walden Farms, no like artificial bullshit that's like chemical, chemical, zero calories. And like in past preps, I was using every single sweetener, all sorts of zero calorie nonsense. And it's just all those chemicals. Like I really felt like bloated me last preps. Like I really haven't gotten bloated. This prep, because I'm keeping it on foods that I know work with my body. 
I'm doing mostly chicken. Last, last few preps, I did a lot of tilapia and a lot of shrimp, but I actually realized that actually caused my acne to get worse. So a high self shellfish and a high peanut diet. So I was doing like peanut butter for my fat sources and I was doing tilapia and like shrimp and pretty much I was doing that for like weeks on end that was actually causing me to get severe breakouts because um that type of diet is actually going to like lead to acne so I've switched because of that and so now I'm doing like chicken and almond butter and because I've made the switch whenever I have peanut butter I break out so I don't know if it's I'm allergic to peanuts or I have a nut allergy or, or some sensitivity to peanuts, but now using almond butter or like a hazelnut nut spread or something like that is way better for my acne and like the way I feel when I have that type of fat source. I also use MT, MCT oil for a fat source too, which is just super light and super nice on my stomach too. I really don't feel it. Um, and it kind of tastes good. It's kind of like a coconutty flavor um, that I use, too, for some of my fat sources. But for my most part, my carbs are coming from rice cakes, oatmeal, cream of rice, and that's it. Like, I haven't been doing rice. I haven't been really using sweet potatoes or potatoes, no starches. I've just been trying to be just, like, super super light and clean, and it's actually working really well in my favor. Um, my waistline actually has is just almost exactly I'm about a half inch away from my stage waistline which is incredible too because I'm still 10 weeks out so I'm just hoping that I can beat that conditioning overall as well so that kind of brings us to a topic that I was thinking about on the treadmill the other day and it was totally the mindset that you approach your prep can dictate how hard or not hard your prep is. I don't know if this is going to make sense, but hear me out. So I was on the treadmill this morning and I was just having a good time. Like my calves were burning. I had it on a high incline. I'm power walking. I was doing some jogging when I felt like pretty good. And I walked for like mm, 75 minutes this morning so I could get my 10K steps in. And I was thinking, I was like, I really like cardio. Like, this, I get excited to wake up every single morning to go do my cardio because I start off with success when I start with cardio. And what I mean is once I have my cardio finished and the very first thing that I do, I know I've checked something off of my to-do list first thing in the morning when everyone's sleeping, when people haven't even woken up, I've gotten an hour of cardio in from 5 to like 6 a.m. Sometimes it's like 5.30 to 6.30, sometimes 7. And that just makes me feel accomplished. I feel amazing to start my day. I get steps in at the beginning. So I know even if I'm a little bit less active throughout the day, I've already got 10,000 steps in. So it just it just makes me feel good. Like I really do enjoy my morning cardio because it just starts my day off in a really great spot. I know I'm getting healthy. I know I'm getting leaner. I know I'm working towards my goals. I've been doing it uh, in sweatshirts with steel fit on and sweatpants and just like sweating my little buns off. And it just feels good 
I feel like my lungs are happy. I'm happy. I always listen to my favorite podcasts or I catch up on YouTube. I never really watch Netflix, but I always look at YouTubes or podcasts when I'm walking on a treadmill. And those are things that I look forward to. Sometimes I'll listen to an audiobook that's a motivational audiobook. So I use my morning cardio as my 60 minutes to myself to get to listen to something that I enjoy, to get to work on my health, and just I look forward to it. Every single morning that I wake up, I don't I don't necessarily dread getting up. I don't really dread my cardio. I don't, oh, gosh, I have to do cardio. It's like, no, I get to do cardio, and I'm going to try to beat last last week, you know. Like, I'm, I'm physically, like, getting stronger, and I can feel it. Like, I can feel myself getting in better shape. And I can, I remember when I, you know, first started this, this prep, I was struggling to get in 25 minutes and then we increased it to 30, then 35, then 40, then, you know, an hour. And like, just that progression of like, oh, okay. At the beginning of this, this, this prep, like I could barely do 25 minutes without puffing and puffing. And now I'm getting up to like an hour and I'm killing it and crushing it and increasing my incline and increasing my pace. And it just feels good. So your, your mindset of like my mindset for this prep has been different than other preps before. I'm really trying to stay not food focused and just focus on the training. And what that looks like for me is stepping back from social media. In the beginning, we all do it. We follow the ooey gooey foodie pages. We follow the crazy desserts and, you know, these amazing cakes and concoctions and junk foods and doing that. And like, I don't, if you never followed those pages, you wouldn't know that those things are out there. So you wouldn't necessarily have cravings for it, if that makes sense. Like, imagine if you never knew about donuts, you wouldn't crave them right? Like imagine you never had had chocolate in your life before. You can't crave something that you don't have that you don't think about. But when you constantly are surrounding yourself with content, that's very food focused. And that's like, like that's TV. That's radio ads. I had to stop listening to the radio because every single time I'm listening to the radio, guess what I hear? I hear six ninety nine for pizza or come around to fast food restaurant X for two for one or get your pasta, get your carbs, get your desserts or whatever. And I just, I need to step back from that. So that's why I absolutely love podcasts because there's no ads that are jumping in in the way and trying to tempt me and get me to think about, you know, junk food or margaritas or or wine or whatever it is and I did have to stop watching cable I actually don't even have cable I don't even have internet at my house I live in a country house but that's besides the fact um we, we don't me and my boyfriend don't watch cable we do occasionally you know watch Netflix or like Amazon but again there's no commercials popping in like when you see cable that's like Domino's Pizza Hut um, wings or whatever. So I just don't see that type of content anymore 
So I just really feel like I don't, like I'm not seeing those pictures, so my brain isn't like craving it. And I'm stopped following pretty much all of the foodie pages. Um, some of the ones I, I still follow a couple com- cookie companies because I support them. Um, but other than that, like I try to limit as much as I can on scrolling mindlessly through social media. I put my social media apps in a folder that wasn't easy to find and it was kind of hidden on my phone. So I had to think about it if I was going to log on to social media. So I've been just like taking a step back from mindlessly scrolling. So that way, like I have more time to get cardio in. Honestly, it was, it was a cardio thing. I, I was spending my mornings when I would wake up at 5 a.m. I was still waking up at 5 a.m., but I was just not getting out of bed till 5.30, sometimes 5.40, sometimes 6 o'clock because I'd get on my phone first thing, check all my notifications, check my emails, check my Instagram, get lost on Instagram, scroll and scroll and scroll. And I just didn't feel like it was healthy. I felt like I started my day in a comparison mode, whether I was conscious of it or not. I was comparing myself to all of these people. And that was the very first thing before I even woke up. So my brain the first thing, it was like stressing out. It was like, okay, you know, I see ads. I see someone leaner than me. I see someone's physique. Someone's working out, blah, blah, blah. And that just wasn't healthy. Or I'd start to see, you know, foodie pages. And then for the rest of the day, might not know it, but I might start to crave food that I saw on Instagram. You guys, it is important that you fill your mind and your eyes and your life with things around you that are going to motivate and elevate your mood instead of bring you down and turn you back into old habits. What that means for me too is what I keep in my environment is so important that it is positive and those are things that make me happy. Simply like tidying up so you just don't see clutter around can really affect and improve your mood and can improve your creative thinking and it can make you feel better. Waking up at the very beginning of your day and just simply like making your bed, even if it isn't perfectly neat, just like throwing the covers over, that starts you off with success. Like that's the whole mindset that I've been in is starting my day with success and then continuing to find more success throughout the day. So making your bed, just like that, when I come home after a long day, if I had the worst day ever, 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 but I come home and my house is tidy and I have a, a bed that's made, guess what? I'm not frustrated. I'm not, gosh, I have dishes and laundry and my house is a mess. And it just makes a whole difference. I'm really telling you, it's like the simple things. And I, it, comes, it comes back to this quote that I've been, I've been hearing and focusing on this a little bit lately is how you do everything is how you, or how you do, I don't know the exact quote. This is like a prep brain moment. It's like how you do everything is how you do everything. Oh no. How you do anything is how you do everything or something like that. I don't know what that quote is, but you know what I mean? If you know what quote I'm talking about. So like the way that you do even the smallest task is kind of like how you can apply it to your whole life. So if, you know, you're wanting to be this pro athlete like me, this pro athlete, Olympian, amazing, inspirational, motivating, 
coach, entrepreneur, like all these different things. But in your personal life, you're a lazy slob who can't even make their bed and do their dishes. Like what makes you think that like you can say or like, you know what I mean? Like what that you have to have all aspects of your life in order. And I get, you know, we're busy and sometimes we don't have time to do the dishes and things slack, especially on prep because our time is limited. But for the most part, I found that going, like doing the dishes at the end of the night, I know it sounds weird, but then I wake up and I don't have dirty dishes and I don't know, it just makes you feel accomplished. So like my cardio, checking that off, um, getting a certain amount of steps makes me feel good. I started tracking my sleep. Once I know I got a proper amount of sleep, I feel great about that. Once I know I checked my workout off, I feel amazing. Once I know that I stayed on my diet all day long, I feel amazing. Like those are just little things that are going to add up. And it's just, it's just a kind of a, it's a revelation that I've had. And I used to be really negative. And I think at a certain point in prep, you get blinders on because you are constantly trying to improve yourself and you're, you're looking at your physique for flaws and areas to improve week over week over week that you forget to look at your physique and think, what did I do right this week? And how can I do that again next week, but better so that way I can see results. And I've been doing that since improvement season. Improvement season really was a test of taking your, your mind off of like, physicals and having to focus and reprioritize what you can do on a daily basis that isn't, you know, the weight dropping, the waistline going down, the glute, you know, glutes measurements going down or whatever it is. Because if I'm, I'm just trying to do this sustainable. So sustainably year round, instead of just focusing on the scale and my measurements, like I'm focusing on you know, how did I feel? Did I get my cardio in? Did I have fun today? How much effort did I put? Did I try today? Did I wake up and believe in myself today? How happy was I? How positive was I? Was I negative? Like, how can I improve that? Like, just switching, just switching the, switching the switch from negative things. And I don't let myself think or talk negatively, negatively about my own physique anymore. That's something that I used to do a lot last prep. And it was just so unhealthy. I would look at myself and I would just think, Oh God, look at those progress pictures. They're gross. I'm not stage lean. Oh my God. I'm so fat. All these different things, even though I wasn't, I mean, I was leaner than a freaking piece of asparagus and I was still having these thoughts, but I'm trying to look at my check-ins as minimally as possible. So when I take my check-in, I take a video and I screenshot it. What I'll do is I will briefly glance at the week prior and the week that I just sent them in, see what changed, see where I can improve, turn them into Coach Adam, and then that's it. I really don't want to look at them anymore. I don't want to study them. I don't want to compare them. I just want to keep grinding it out and working and working and working because I know if I'm putting the hard work in that that physique is going to change. And it's just kind of, like I said, a mindset switch of, okay, if I think I am, and like, if I don't think that I'm doing good, I'm not going to do good. And weight loss is what I found so much about like psychology 
sometimes it's not about like anything besides did you feel good like when I'm in a happy place I feel like I lose weight when I am negative and stressing about my weight dropping guess what doesn't happen my weight does not drop when I stress about it because your body is super smart and super sensitive so if you're just constantly stressing about the scale and the waistline and oh my gosh I'm blah 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 and I bloated and this and I ate off plan and I had a cookie and I'm just the worst person ever it's not going to be something that you can do long term so what I have my clients do is no matter what when you check in with me once a week you have to tell me three small wins no matter how big no matter how small that they are and I do that too like I always think when I turn my check-ins like what did I absolutely crush this week that I am proud of? Whether that's just, you know what, I was a positive person, I was really happy this week, or, you know, I was hangry, but I didn't, I didn't let it get to me. I, I didn't snap at my boyfriend when I was hungry. Like, that's a small win. I didn't negatively look at my check-ins. I you know, I beat my step goals. I got really great sleep. Uh, I got complimented or something. I don't know, like something small of like, I saved some money. That's not even related to fitness, but it it is because you're overall, like, it's all connected and it starts with your brain and it goes to through your whole body. And that's why like this prep has been different than any other prep because I'm having it start with my mood and I've just been trying to stay as elevated as possible because prep at a certain point like you be you become a shell of a person and I don't want that to happen like I know it, it when your calories are low you physically can't necessarily control that but I'm making an effort not to let prep affect me in a negative way I'm making an effort to stay positive throughout the entire process I realize that I am choosing this and I cannot level up until I fully accept that prep is a part of life. It is temporary suffering, but it's really not. Like, I don't feel like I'm suffering. I'm feeding my body food that I absolutely enjoy. I look forward to my meal preps. I love how they make me feel. I love once I know I am eating, when I, when you're eating clean, like, you just feel awesome. Like, I'm in that stage of prep where I feel awesome. I'm still strong. I'm not quite weak yet. My calories are a little medium. They're not super high. They're not super low. And I just like feel fueled. I feel full of life. I just feel awesome. And whenever I do get hungry or get moments where, you know, I'm exhausted and I'm tired, I know that I'm working hard. I know that that's my body's response of telling me that, you know, you're about to see results. When you get the hungers, when you get the hangries, when you get tired, that's like your body's feedback to you saying, you know, we're working hard. You need to slow down. We need, you know, your, your brain wants you to stay fat and happy. It does not want you to become an elite level athlete at extremely low body fat with muscles as a female. It does not, does not. You're like slowly dying on prep, to be honest, right? You're eating less than you you need. 
you're exercising like a crazy person and your body is like, what is happening? We don't have enough food to maintain our weight. So, and, and we're just exercising a ton. Like we are tired. We are hungry and you're still not feeding us. And why are we just doing all this movement? It's just, it, it, it's going to try to adapt to keep you alive. And so prep goes against all the, everything that your body is trying to do. Your body wants you to have tons of body fat. It wants you to be just super happy, full of energy, full of calories. It, it doesn't like being lean and muscular. It doesn't. Mine does not. Mine absolutely loves being fat. It loves it. It loves that body fat. So it is something that you're going to have to overcome mentally if you are going to go into a diet. And it, it's, it's going to get hard, you guys. And there was going to be days I've cried on prep. I've cried on prep. I've cried because I knew I had to do cardio. And trust me, it gets to the point of, uh, like, there's no option not to do it. And sometimes it gets emotional of, like, gosh, I'm so hungry and I'm so tired. I don't think I can do it. I'm just, I, I just have these emotions. And that is okay. It's okay to get emotional. It's okay not to be motivated every single day. It's okay to have those things, but it's about being consistent. I don't ever want to have, I don't want to let one bad day affect my goals. I just stay consistent. Even if I'm having, even if I got no sleep, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I can't let my goals slip because I had one bad day, right? Because I want to have a day in the future where all my hard work adds up. And because I pushed through that one hard day, that might be the reason that, you know, you get a pro card or you, you know, you hit your fitness goals because you pushed through. On that hard day where your body was like, let's sleep in, you know, have an extra bite of whatever. It's going to be fine. No one will know. That day that you say, no, I'm going to go to the gym because I have goals. Even though I'm tired, even though I'm hungry, I'm still going to go and kick ass. That could be, that could be the moment where, like, you become a pro athlete. Like, that's just in my mind what's happening every single day. So if every single day I have a moment where I don't give in and I push through, it, like, your pro card is not earned on the day of the show. It is months and years of consistent decisions that are going to get you there. And, like, knowing that, it all will be worth it eventually, but you just have to keep trusting the process, especially if you're new to this journey. If you are a newbie, set your expectations high, but set them realistic, and you can't, you can't let your foot off the gas pedal. You, you simply cannot, like, can't stop, like, it's just, I get so motivated about this because I know how close I am. And there's that little meme. I don't know if you've ever seen it where it was like some, there's two people and they're like little miners and they're chipping away and they're chipping away and they're about to hit these diamonds. There's one person on top. That's literally one like hit of a hammer away from like a whole pile of diamonds. And then there's someone else who just keeps going and keeps chucking away and eventually hits this like pile of diamonds. Like you don't want to stop before you're right there. Like you don't want to give up before you, like you're right there. Cause I never want to stop 
before I hit my goal because you never know unless you try. Like you never know how close you are to hitting your goals until, you know, it's those one little decisions. It's, it could be this one decision where I decide, you know, I'm not going to have a cookie today. I'm going to go to the gym instead. I'm going to push a little harder on cardio. I'm going to hit a PR right now. It, you know, you, you just don't know. So that is my motivation for, for the week. It's all about your mindset. You can attack your prep in a positive way. It's okay to be happy during prep. It's okay to enjoy the process. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay not to complain about your diet and your cardio and get excited. It is absolutely okay. And I would encourage you to be as positive as possible because it will come back and help you in the long run. So as always, thanks so much for some cupcakes and protein shakes, new episodes every single Wednesday. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, rate, review, screenshot this episode if you loved it. And just tag me, DM me on Instagram at Savannah Sharp Fitness, or you can um, follow the podcast at Cupcakes in it's Cupcakes Protein Shakes, and then also on YouTube as well. I love you guys so much, and hopefully you have a great week, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel motivated to take on your fitness journey. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you want to stay up to date with my fitness journey and get more tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Savannah Sharp Fitness and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Savannah Sharp. And if you have a moment, please leave a rating and review of the show. Your feedback helps me create better content and reach more people who need it. Remember, no matter where you are on your fitness journey, you are capable of achieving your goals with hard work and discipline. Keep pushing yourself, stay motivated, and never give up. Thanks for listening and see you next week on Cupcakes and Protein Shakes.